Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Are you fan number two? <laughs> no. Who are you? Cat girl. Cat girl. Corporal <laughs> Cat girl is on the radio right now. The podcast. I don't know why I said radio. Uh, do you know how this podcast starts? No. Have you heard of First Call? No. Don't look at me. <laughs> no. Have okay. Have you listened to the podcast? A little bit. A little bit, just bits and pieces. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and put that in later. That's not a problem. So why? Tell me why they call you Cat Girl. Because I love cats. You love cats. How many cats do you have? None. None. <laughs> why? Why do you have? You love cats and you have no cats. Because we can't have any. Uh -oh. My brother and my mom are allergic. Oh, that is too bad. Is there some medicine or something they can take? No. What if you had a couple of cats and they just stayed in your room and they didn't go through <laughs> the rest like of that? I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a cat guy. I love cats. I have one cat right now. His name is Duncan, just like Duncan Donuts. Mm -hmm. And he has so yeah. much energy, it is absolutely crazy. What's your favorite kind of cat? Uh, Siamese. Ooh, I love Siamese cats. Have you ever have you ever met one? No. No. They they. I'll tell you what. If you ever meet a Siamese, <laughs> oh oh oh, come here. <laughs> This right here is Duncan. Say, Duncan, say hi. <laughs> say hi. <laughs> you don't understand how fast I am. <laughs> he just <laughs> he just came up to say hi and maybe throw up on something. Who knows? Siamese cats are really cool cats. Uh, I've met a few of them in my life, and they either love you or they don't like you at all. Do any of your friends have cats? Um, One. One of your friends? Do you go over there mm -hmm. and play with their cat? Yeah. What's that cat's name? I can't remember. Uh-oh. Boy or a girl cat? I think it's a girl. Okay. So Gracie, maybe? Uh, I think no. it's close. Close? Chloe? No. Uh, Basil? No. I'm never going to guess. I don't think you will. <laughs> if you did have a cat, what would your cat's name be? If it was white, snowflake, snowflake Ooh. and then black, midnight. Ooh, those are great names. Do you know why they're great names? No. Two syllables. Cats <laughs> love names with two syllables. If you just said, hey, uh, Ralph, <laughs> your cat would never like your cat would never acknowledge you. It'd be like, whatever. But if you're like, hey, Snowflake, that two syllable, cats just it grabs their attention. And I think Duncan went downstairs like I'm out of here. <laughs> so what else do you have? Do you have anything to tell our listeners? 
Uh, I have a dog. Cat lady. Okay, you have a dog. So you're a mm -hmm. cat lady and you, you're a dog lover? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a rare breed right there. <laughs> what kind of dog do you have? A Brittany. What's a Brittany? I, I, I'm not familiar. It's a pointer. Oh, do you take it hunting or something? or? We will. You will? Mm -hmm. What do you take a pointer hunting for? Birds. Ooh. Do you eat a lot of bird? Uh, no. Then why would you go bird hunting? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> because I can. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we have to get on with the show. So if you want to put that kazoo guy. Who's that guy next to you? <laughs> Their dad. Who's that dad? <laughs> oh, no. Hold on, I got a, I got an important question for you. When you grow up, are you going to join the military? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? Because I want to be a geologist. Ooh, that's a good career choice. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, I'm going to be a geologist when I grow up. But you can make a lot of money, and you're mm -hmm. going to need it, because when your old man gets really old, he's going to need some help. <laughs> Somebody's got to buy the wheelchair. Well, it was, it was nice talking to you, Corporal Cat Lady. Talk to you later. You're listening to Eyes Forward March, a podcast geared towards building the core of the non-commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seagar, as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. That was great. I enjoyed that. Just doing a different opening, talking to Corporal Cat Lady, a.k.a. the Baconator's daughter. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. No, she she had the biggest smile. For, for all the <laughs> listening audience, the smile on her face was just, uh, it was awesome. So, <laughs> I uh, My niece uh, and nephew, they spent the weekend here uh, a couple months ago. And uh, my niece had to do an over-the-internet Zoom appointment. And I was like, oh, yeah, you just go up into my office and log on. And, and I've got all the equipment up there. And uh, it, it, the, the look on her face when she saw all the equipment and the microphone, the headphones, everything, she's like, what? But as soon as, like, she got into it and, you know, the Zoom meeting and the audio and everything like that. She's like, this is so cool. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of think so, too. Right. <laughs> it's always it's always fun, you know, like uh, with scouts and stuff, we'll have meetings and mm -hmm. rather than going through and unplugging everything and figuring out where all my settings were, I just leave everything plugged in. <laughs> right. And so the, and they're like what like what are you into <laughs> <laughs> what you have a microphone hobby? and headphones yeah yeah man you sound really good for this yeah. zoom call yeah because you see people are just like on their phone on their ipads whatever yep. audio quality yep. sucks they're they're using uh the microphone and the 
in the headset jack on the, on the laptop. <laughs> right. You've always got one guy kind of sitting sideways in his office chair leaning back. <laughs> right. You're just sitting there looking at all the pictures, trying to figure out how many of them are actually wearing pants. Right. Yeah. This is a professional <laughs> setting. I have pants, I promise. <laughs> it was like me at the Crowleys. <laughs> <laughs> right. This episode is all about the military family. Not only about um, showing up to drill and having that family, but your family back home and so on and so forth. And I have a few notes taken down. I think you do too. But before we get into the meat and potatoes, have you seen anything in the mailbag? You know, no, I haven't. <laughs> That's because... Fan number one refuses to email us. Fan number one, if you listen to this episode, give us something. Drop something in the mailbox. It could be a poop emoji. <laughs> yeah, just anything something. for us to talk about. <laughs> uh, or- I, he was on his phone last night, and I'm like, dude, pull up your email. And podcast, EFM at gmail.com <laughs> and just send something <laughs> just something i don't if, if you don't want me to have your email make one up just create a gmail account and send me something uh i don't care or if you're just a listener out there somehow you found us send us an email give us something to talk about during this little segment that right now only lasts like 10 seconds or 30 <laughs> seconds whatever <laughs> Give us something to talk about. (laughs) Uh, Help us help you because we literally, what did we do yesterday? We sat in a 30-minute car ride. Uh, You called me. We were both driving home, and we're like, what do we talk about? And throughout that 30-minute discussion, our original idea altered into what we're about to do tonight, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of good ideas sometimes, so... (laughs) The best ones are always on the porcelain throne. Yes. But every Which, once in a while, you get one in the cotton Jeep seat. Well, I mean, if that's the case, I could just install a toilet seat <laughs> in my car. Which I'm not going to lie. Uh, if I had the ability to, my last deployment, I definitely would have installed one in the Humvee. Yeah. <laughs> See, what you do is you just cut a hole in the passenger seat right above the battery box. <laughs> There's a little drain hole in the bottom. You can rinse all that out. You'll be all right. There's got to be about 5,000 Humvee seats sitting somewhere. They'll replace it on the next rotation. Oh, Don't for worry sure. about it. You just, all you do is on your, uh, on your 2404, just write it up. <laughs> seat worn. <laughs> Cosmetic damage. <laughs> how the how the hell did she wear the seat up? Don't ask. Don't ask. I, I don't know. It just it it got worn out. Uh, is there anybody on the Creative Brain Candy Network you want to pimp for this episode? Boy, you know, I, I never know. Okay, I never I got know. One. Like, yeah, I got one. Okay, it is actually smoking and drinking in space. Now this is. A pretty decent podcast. I do enjoy it from time to time, but it's really relevant on what they're covering. Sometimes they cover stuff I'm just not into, and that's okay. Uh, We know, being in the military, that you can't please the masses every single time. 
Well, their latest episode, and I have to bring this up, and I bet you I closed it. Hold on, let me look. <laughs> Listen to this beautiful warm-up music. I thought it was going to be kind of more like uh, on hold. <laughs> <laughs> Please wait. While we wait for Seagar's computer to reboot, Platoon Daddy Bacon will serenade you with Mary Had a Little Lamb. On the Creative Brain Candy Network, they have a podcast called Smoking and Drinking in Space, where a couple of guys, the founders of the Creative Brain Candy Network, they basically watch a sci-fi movie and then get together and discuss it like they have a freaking clue at what they're talking about. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it just isn't interesting. I think it just depends on the movie. Like if I've never seen the movie, then I don't even care, you know, what. Sure. But if it's sure. a movie that I'm familiar with, I like it. I mean, the premise sounds like an old sock. <laughs> a crusty one. <laughs> crusty old happy sock. Right. Uh, but in this episode, they actually uh, review uh, Ghostbusters, the 1984 Ghostbusters. Oh, the original. The, with the gate master and the key, or the key master the and the gatekeeper. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I didn't mean to ramble on about that. We do have a topic that we want to cover. Not a whole lot of time to do it. But I just want to point out that uh, Smoking and Drinking in Space on Creative Brain Candy, great sci-fi podcast. Check it out. And while you're at it, uh, listen to a few of our old episodes and let us know if we're getting better, getting worse, staying the same. Give us a little bit of AAR comment or commentary. All right. All right. Let's get back into the episode because we got a lot going on tonight. Yeah. So family, right? Yeah. Obviously, uh, we started off this amazing episode with corporal cat girl yeah love love and, corporal uh, cat girl she's real cute uh her, <laughs> and you're right her smile was just filling up the entire screen yeah she's pretty she's pretty happy she's been talking about it all week and uh anyway so you got that you got fan number one i mean you got uh you know anti-vapor over there i don't know what you call Call Mrs. Seagar. Yeah, Mrs. Seagar. <laughs> we talked yesterday a little bit. You're pulling double, even triple. You're wearing three different hats. Oh, yeah, sure. With readiness, training, platoon sergeant, platoon daddy, you know, all this stuff going on. You know, you got family at home, but the organization is also our family. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes a balance, right? Like, how do I, how do I balance drill? How do I balance home life? How do I balance my soldiers calling me at three in the morning because they got a DUI? How do I balance getting my kid to school, getting him to events, getting her to, you know, running club and all this stuff? And it really brings out how leadership is all about time management. There's enough hours in the day for you to do everything if you plan. What I'm saying is being the platoon daddy, being readiness be an admin being a, a husband being a dad there's only so many hours in the day right so we're often asked uh you know to maybe even do stuff outside of those roles that we've listed and uh 
part of being a good leader is time management and being able to balance what what is more important, what comes first. No, I agree with that. I think, and, and this is a hard thing to do. Imagine if you would, that time is irrelevant. It doesn't matter whether it's 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. or anything like that. Time is irrelevant. Okay? And I understand that different you know, doctors' offices and so on and so forth, they, they have set times. But if you look at time as a, an irrelevant thing, okay, I know I need to wake up here, and then I'm going to work through my day, and I'm going to prioritize things as they come up. And some things are more important than other things. And sometimes you get pressure from above and they say, this is important. This has to be done now. I, I got you, but it's not high on my priority list. And as long as you can justify your priority list, I think it's okay. You just work through it. And then when it's done, it's done. Now, yeah, you have to spend time with your family and you have to spend time with, you have to spend your time doing work. And maybe this is a trap because I'm salary. And I think uh, the O'Leary guy off of Shark Tank, I think I saw him on TV or Instagram or somewhere, I saw him saying that uh, salary is a trap because salary keeps you in somebody else's control. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're paid by the hour, you're in you, control. You're in control and you can make your schedule and so on and so forth. Yeah, you start costing them money if you're working over 40 or over eight, however they want to do it, right? Right. But, um, when I was hourly with overtime, I would uh, I would definitely push towards that 50, 53 hours a week. Sure. Just to put that jab into the management and be like, hey, hire somebody or pay me <laughs> right know? but uh yeah so now i'm basically an hourly employee but it's salary right i'm guaranteed i'm not if i work overtime we call it comp time so right and, and i'm salary and right. i wake up every morning and i i use postcards uh i i'm a big postcard guy and so i have a postcard for every single day sometimes two depending on what i got going on and that's how I list out the things that I need to get done and how I prioritize and so on and so forth. Sometimes I have to take a poop. And I can't oh, control when that poop happens. And sometimes they say... Chaturanga. Yeah. And sometimes, hey, look, boss, uh, I, 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 can t I guess I could take my laptop into the crapper with me. But what you're going to get is probably going to be shit, literally. Listen here, I'm going to produce shit both ways. Right. Uh, and I, yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily know. Like, I get time management. Right. Um. I tried. Yeah. I tried for a long time. Uh. That to and I and I was successful. Where it was like when I was at work, I was at work, and then when I would get home, didn't talk about work, didn't care about work. Work stayed at work. Home stayed at home. As I grew through the ranks and realized career opportunities and stuff, I realized that I had to make sacrifices on the home side to be able to do the work side. Now, 
I'm fortunate that I have the ability to do that because I am a very small family. It's me, my wife, my cat, mom, my dad, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. If somebody else in my family were to contact me, it's probably a life or death situation. Yeah. So I have that luxury that right now I can put all my effort into my guard family, my soldiers, and what I do. Because in the end, eventually I won't have to worry about the guard life or the guard or the or the soldiers or anything like that. I'll be able to focus on my family life. Right. Now, others, yeah, not so fortunate because they have kids, they have pets, they have school, they have so many more obligations in the civilian world than I do, such as yourself. Yeah. So I, <clears throat> you know, the advertising uh, slogan for the National Guard is one weekend a month, two weeks a year until you make E6. Uh, I think it's until you graduate basic training in AIT, then you realize (laughs) that that's not true. And if you watch the commercials, I do believe that they're shying away from that. Are they? Are they getting away from that? Oh, they have to. We've been in a long time. One weekend a month was Saturday, Sunday, and 15 days, maybe 16 days of annual training. And I don't know why. I have my thoughts why. But it seems like every year more and more Fridays are being added into the drill schedule. Yeah, and it's not, not Friday evenings, right? It's it's Friday. It's yeah, Muta 6. It is. Yeah, we're, we don't even do Muta 5s anymore. We just do straight up Muta 6s. Because the AGRs, oh, I get so much done on a Muta 6. Motherfucker, that's because you're in your office. You're doing your job. You've pulled me away from my job, which for me right now, it's not a big deal. But what about teachers? What about everybody else that's not a technician? We're, we're transportation. Uh, how about uh, I, I have a guy who he accepted an E6 position and he's waiting to go to school and then because of covid and everything else that's happening in the world uh his ets comes before he gets to go to school and he says hey look uh i'm an over the road truck driver i'm an owner operator when you give me a muta five or a muta six that takes me out of work for an entire week because i can't take a haul that starts on monday and ends on friday if i have to be at guard on friday So I lose an entire week's worth of work because of a Muta 5 or a Muta 6. Yeah. No, 100%. It it messes with everything. You know, and it's like, what do you do? Yeah, that's really hard. How do you? You get out is what you do. I I think that, I I guess for me, and again, I guess we're going off topic here. It's not exactly where I foresaw this going. But for me... It would be so nice if we could have two drills a month and you had to attend one of those two drills. And and I say that because some soldiers may say, okay, Muta 6, I'm going to do one, I'm going to do Sunday this week and Saturday, Sunday this next week. And then I don't have to take my Friday. I know it'd be a logistical nightmare. And now that I'm thinking about it, it probably wouldn't be a great idea. I don't know. Actually, I think the Air Force does something like that. 
Well, they have, yeah, I think the Air Force has multiple, especially because they have to keep everything moving constantly. Mm -hmm. And as truck drivers, it makes more yep. sense to they have, have shit constantly moving than sitting for two or three months while we do mandatory classroom training and then finally put 50 miles on the truck. Right. I exactly. mean, there's, there's multiple ways to skin the uh, cat. And, you know, you see weapons qual changing. Uh, you see the ACFT changing. You see all these things changing. Maybe drill scheduling needs to change to accommodate as well. I don't know. Uh, it would be a logistical nightmare, I think. It could be because of how they run pay. But, again, if it works out better because of a conflict I may have with family this weekend, I could say, hey, you know what? I can attend next weekend's uh, drill. I need this weekend off for family. This weekend works. And I can roll into it. Versus you have to attend the 27th through the 29th or whatever, or I'm going to split. Let's look at a, a larger scope family situation uh, where, you know, I, where, where I drill, uh, I have a high uh, Hispanic population. That's my soldiers. And they're all phenomenal people and they have very large families. And a lot of their family is in Mexico and they take vacations to Mexico and they'll be gone for 20 days. Sometimes that's really hard to do be, be, between drill weekends. And how do, when, when, when you have that type of issue, are, are you gonna sit there and say, no, sorry, you can't, you can't go see your family because you have a drill weekend obligation. Well, what are we doing this drill weekend? Well, not really, uh, I mean, Land navigation. See it. MDMP. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, oh, we're just loading up for annual training or, you know, I mean, weapons qual. Oh, well, you can't miss weapons qual. Is the range only open one time a year? You can't do some kind of coordination to figure out how to split me to weapons qual with somebody else? Do we not do a brigade makeup range? Yeah, battalion, every brigade, year? you know, whatever. There's levels. Yeah. There's always somebody. Right. Well, for us, we call it brigade makeup. Yeah, there's always somebody on the range. You just got to look and figure out who's on the range, make those relationships, and be like, hey, uh, any chance that uh, you can forecast enough ammo for one more fire or two more fires? Because it never happens that you have extra at the end. Well, it depends on who doesn't <laughs> math good. Uh, All right. You know, and that's, but that's just taking care of soldiers who are trying to right. care of their families. Hey, I can work for with you because you work for me. Not not like I don't own you right. that you work for me, but you're willing to come in if I call you on short notice, hey, can you come in, help me out? Absolutely. I'm gonna work for you because right. you can work with it, it's me. It's about that family. Like understanding that I have a guard family, I have my personal family, and in reality, I have your family that I have to keep in mind as an NCO. Now you got to meet me in the middle, right? If you are a problem yeah. soldier, you don't want to show up to drill on time. You don't want to come with a haircut. You're constantly losing your keys. You can't meet the standard. Like, let's be realistic here. Let's not fluff the pillow or sugarcoat it or anything like that. 
if you're not putting in your effort, that makes it a lot harder for me to fight for you and your family. You have to make the effort. Mm -hmm. You have to come in. You have to do what it takes to show me that you're part of this team. You're part of this family. And if you do that, I'll fight for you. I'll do what I can. I can't promise you the world, but I can, I don't know, origami you a throwing star. All right. <laughs> I had a little Caesars in the 90s. I know how to make that origami <laughs> right. crane. <laughs> it, it, it is about family and taking care of people. It is. It is. And, and you know, like before I had kids, you know, after drill, I would go out with the, some of my other soldiers with my wife and uh you know we'd all just kind of sit and have a good time and you know that's family too getting bringing everybody together so you know when i'm talking about cigar who he is how he is getting ready to get a new platoon sergeant and i get along really well with this guy uh we grew up through the ranks together we have the same thoughts and so on and so forth and I actually spent about an hour on the phone with him just talking about, hey, man, if you get this platoon sergeant uh, position, these are the things that I would like to do uh, to, to, to better the organization and to build that guard family. And things like taking the time to talk to soldiers. And I use the word counseling, but it's become such this negative word. But what I mean is taking the time, setting the time aside, even if it's five minutes or 10 minutes, taking the time out of my, my weekend to say, hey, man, what's going on? What's, going, what, what's happening in your life? Are you married? Do you have kids? Where do you work? What do you think's great about guard? What could be better about guard? Yeah. No, I, I, I do that. I've got a couple of younger soldiers that work. Uh, with us and you know I always try to I'll see him having lunch I'll just sit down with him what's up let's chat you know and just let him know that hey <clears throat> you know yeah here I am platoon daddy but um, I'm not I didn't forget right. where I came from and that's being able to walk you the know, line I uh, oh, I for was sure. Running or not running, but assisting in running admin lanes this last drill weekend, and I'm the highest, second highest ranking person in the entire room, and I'm actually pounding keys, working people's records and stuff like that. And I have this one E4 come up to me, really cool guy, smart guy, uh, and he was just minding his P's and Q's, and he didn't he slipped, and he's like, "Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Sergeant." I'm like, "Hey, man, it's cool. I'm just." I'm just pounding keys today. I'm helping you out. I'm getting your record square. That's, it's not, not about that rank right now. It's about making sure that you're t being taken care of. And of course, for this particular soldier, he probably relaxed after that little too much. But still, yeah, it was just nice to be able to have that uh, opportunity to be like, hey, in in this environment, we're working together to to help you. It's not about me being uh, yep. a, a higher ranking or anything like that. It's it's about just taking care of you. And, and I enjoyed the shit out of that. Right. Well, and that's what it is, right? Ultimately, 
family, soldiers. Yeah. You got to take care of all of it. Take care of all of them. And it's hard. Yeah. Especially when it's like, oh, I got to leave for two weeks or I got to mm-hmm. leave for a month for training. And I come back and now is it, you know, now I got to leave for two weeks for this, you know, because, oh, here's a war fighter we didn't tell you about, you know, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, things come up. So, I mean, uh, hey, last yeah. minute school, uh, somebody couldn't go. It came down to you. Can you go? Oh, I'd love to. When do you leave? Uh, tomorrow. Uh, well, uh, shit. you have a two day notice. You're leaving today. It happens. And, and those are the situations where you have to put your career in front of your family. But you have to be able to yep. sit there and think, okay, I gave my time for my career and for the Army and for the betterment of the organization. Where am I going to get that family time back? So the way I've looked at it, and it might be the wrong answer, but I gave 20 years. Is there such a thing as a wrong answer? Maybe. I gave 20 years to the guard already. The next 20 are for me. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I say that, right? But as a technician, and don't make life decisions at 36 <laughs> that are going to be like a 20-year commitment. But as a technician, in order for me to get retirement, I need to get to that 20 years. Well, that puts me at 55, 56 years old. Which would retire so, you... Pretty much the same time from the technician side as it would from the M-Day side. You would collect basically the same time. Yeah, pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. I mean, I could retire M-Day any time, right. but I'd lose yeah. my job. So. <laughs> it affects the family. The family. I mean, I'm in the same boat. I mean, my job, uh, what I do, I love what I do. And if I don't, I'm at that point where if I don't career progress, I'm happy. I love the organization that I'm in. And although I deal with BS, it's stupid BS. I've learned how to just say, I'm not going to let this affect me or my family. I'm going to do what I can. And as long as I honestly believe that I've done everything that I can, yell at me all you want if that makes you feel better. I did my best. The sun rises, Mm -hmm. the sun sets, and the war continues. Yep, exactly. Well, I guess uh, let's uh, go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, until the next episode. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Fan number one in the background. Are we picking him up? Does he have anything to say? Did you have something to say? I mean, he just, he totally photobombed. Yo. Do you want, you want to be on here or what? Do you have something to say? You don't you don't call, you don't email. Man, I don't even think you listen to this show, bro. Me? Are you even listening anymore? <laughs> yeah. The truth comes out. Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. Time for some legal shit. The views and opinions expressed right here on EFM are that of our own. They do not reflect those of Creative Brain Candy or their affiliates.